Oh no. Oh no. You're uh, rustier oh, than no. I am. I, I lobbed Man. you. I lobbed you the show kickoff seconds before hitting the record <laughs> button because I didn't know how to kick it off. But uh, you were less equipped than me, even or the same uh, same level. Yeah, I just got stage fright fully. Um, stage fright on one hundred six. One hundred six. Yeah, it's been a while. I feel like we haven't recorded in a while. That's why. Yeah. But that also Although might we, not be true. Yeah, I think we did because we recorded last uh, last midweek. We did two episodes last week. Because we hit the uh, Atlanta game, that was a big disappointment. That was the midweek, and then whatever was before that, I think Columbus or something like that. Whatever, whatever disappointment was before that. Yeah, Columbus at home. Um, yeah, and we got Montreal coming up. Montreal away, um, a few days from now. Obviously, I think stuck to the midweek schedule a little bit. Try to give ourselves some time after the Atlanta midweek. Um, but you know. Montreal, I guess, or maybe we should, maybe we should, let's, let's, before we get into any previewing, I guess we should talk about the game at hand, which was, um, I believe traveling out to Portland. Was it the first time, I think, since the MLS Cup? I'm not sure that we played yeah, them last season. It was the first time since, which kind of hyped up the game a little bit more than, than it would have been otherwise. I feel like otherwise it would have just been another day. Yeah. Um, but obviously when you go into somebody's home, into their backyard and steal a chip off of them. Um, going forward, it's gonna be a big game. So yeah, I thought neither of, neither of the teams looked anything like they used to mm-hmm. back in that game. Um, both shells of, of of the teams that they were before. Um, you know, obviously Mora wasn't on for most of the game, which I think heavily benefited us because you know it was a back and forth game, and, and I think he's such a dangerous player that. He would have definitely hurt us had, yeah. he, had he had a full a full ninety. And when he did come in, he was dangerous. He was dangerous, yeah. And they were dangerous, obviously, up until the, the last minute, literally. Yeah. Which kind of sucked the air out of it. It was another one where we thought we would be winning, and um, we we don't. So I don't know. I don't. It's like I, I really at this I, at this point I don't know how to feel because it was even with the late goal going in it, it still felt like a good result but in the in the scope in the grand scheme of things it's like it's another disappointment it's another you know two points lost yeah for us well it's uh, i almost feel like i don't know there's something about the the way that we've kind of turned around the the schedule i guess in terms of instead of going all losses you know, we're we're now starting to lean towards going all ties, and then hopefully all signs then point towards you know switching at least to getting some wins from here and there. Um, I think we talked about it a little bit in our last episode that like in the grand scheme of things, um, the Atlanta away, and now we can add the Portland away to this. Uh, in in a standalone in a vacuum, like they're actually pretty good results, um, yeah. especially in terms of of Portland here. They obviously uh, go up against us, and then, um, you know, we, we draw back with Keaton. Yeah, Keaton ends up drawing it back. Like, that's a very that's something that I'm not sure, and somebody could quote me if I'm wrong, but I'm not sure that that's happened this season. That we've gone down away. Oh, away no. And managed to uh, uh, to get a point, unless it happened against Atlanta. But I, I no. we scored first in Atlanta. Yeah, like in Atlanta the first was minute. what I was just talking about. Yeah. Um, in this game, it was us rescuing, you know, rescuing a point, but which still is dropping big. two because which is big. when you have the opportunity to go and win a game and you don't, right? You know, that is that does feel like dropping two points to me. But is it? Um, it's a change of a change of pace for us who are far and away the worst away team in the league. 
um, to yeah. go down to them at their house and still be able to to rescue anything from it, I think has been out of character for the last ten games. It's obviously a step forward from what we've seen the last ten games. Yeah, I mean it's it's the sad part about it is if these last two games were wins, um, you know you're talking about making the last maybe four or five games turn into a different context Mm -hmm. because then that turns into a you know five six seven game unbeaten rather than non-winning right yeah it literally changes the whole entire agenda that you can attach to it right right because you can flip that and say we we win versus portland we go and get that late goal or something like that or, and uh, we we hold up defensively against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You're talking about five games unbeaten rather than eleven, five, yeah, eleven, yeah. whatever, unwinning. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 those margins like that that honestly make a lot of the conversations surrounding the club kind of seem a little bit weird and out of place. But at the same time, as a fan, you're you're still hurting, so mm-hmm. it, it's hard to place. It's hard to place really where your heart and your mind kind of disconnect in this sense. Yeah, and I, I think at the end of the day, there were probably a few uh, players on the field that were very integral, I guess, at least in the result that we got. Um, Cheneau, obviously, back from international duty, and I know he got selected to the bench for the team of the week. Um, in, in my opinion, I was a little surprised with Cheneau getting selected to the team of the week, but I think that's just a factor of we didn't need to talk about him because he was getting the job done back there. Um, and and you know what I like seeing him in that armband again, uh, because yeah. Sands is gone. Like I, there was something special about seeing Chanel back there, and and I don't know he he gets on other players' asses too. Like uh, Freese was making some boneheaded decisions at one point, and Chanel like let him hear it, and yeah. and that's something that we haven't seen from from Jimmy, and something that we've you know wanted to see. Right. So I don't know. It, it felt kind of special, I guess, at least to see him for however long this this Gold Cup thing is gonna. Ha- you know, go for the U.S. Chanel will be able to don the armband. So, yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of freeze, I think just real quickly we could touch on that. I think um, the goal that he gave up. I just no. I just think in, you, watching the two games that he had uh, um, as the one, mm-hmm. I think it's been proven that Barraza is by far and clear the the number one. Yeah. And and that's no disrespect to Freeze. I you know, I think he can definitely become a, a much better player than he is right now. And he's a great guy and is you know, everything like that, but at the end of the day you can't be scared and you can't be second guessing yourself and um you know, you've gotta be confident and Barraza is confident and Freeze is not. Yeah. I, it, sh- it showed showed very clearly um Cheneau, in that moment that he yelled at him, um, Freeze should be coming out and getting that ball. Yep. Um Freeze should at least be putting his hand up even if you think there's a chance of it going over that means that there's a chance of it dipping under your bar which what is what happened so you have to put your yeah yeah, you have to put your hand up regardless people defending that and being like oh well he thinks it's going over the bar bar well he thought wrong yeah yeah and that's a decision that he makes like that that is an attribute of his goalkeeping play um that you would prefer to have somebody like Braza in over him, right? If if those are the decisions that Freeze is going to make, uh, you know, we can't know what Braza would do in that situation. But I think he's been more than adequate in terms of shot stopping. Um, I, I think we've even been we've been very surprised. I think as an entire fan base, uh, with Braza and his ability to shop or shot stop, because that was the one thing we were worried about 
with Sean leaving is that, okay, we know Barraza has, uh, you know, at least on par, if not slightly better distribution than Sean, um, but we're going to get killed on shot stopping, and that has not been the case. Right. So, I mean, I would even argue that we do know what would happen with Barraza in goal because he's shown that he will put that effort in regardless if he thinks it's going over or not. Yeah. He's, he's diving still. He's putting a hand up still. He's covering the space still. Mm-hmm. So I would argue we do know that that Barraza would at least have put his hand up. And, and the that doesn't the, mean he's going to save it. Right. But right. he's at least going to put his hand up and and show that effort. Yeah. And the giving up thing is like you know we've talked about other players in a, in a similar light whether that's Tales we feel potentially being lazy um, or or Santi at times when games are dying out. Uh, so I think it's only right to mention it the same way with with Freeze too and it, and for me too it's like. You know, you're coming in here and you're trying to win a one job. You're getting a opportunity seemingly from thin air. Like there, right. there really is no reason why Barraza should not be playing. Uh, in my opinion, I understand like short, short rest. We have a bunch of midweeks and all that stuff. But like at the end of the day, you're still a keeper. I, I don't think there's many leagues or competitions in the world where a keeper is getting yanked. Right. Um, you know, without some crazy circumstances, because for the most part, they're able to just play every game. Right. Like, they're typically Ironmans. Uh, so, you know, I would have liked Freeze probably not to be in the game whatsoever, yeah. uh, especially with Chano coming back, because Chano and, and Barraza have built uh, sort of a, a partnership back there. And, I mean, we saw the same thing that Chano was doing with Freeze um, this year's preseason. I vividly remember, I think it was like the LA Galaxy preseason game. It, it wasn't filmed anywhere, but we had like the radio broadcast, and then we right. had like LA Galaxy beat reporters posting clips from wherever they were in the stadium. Um, and there was an exact situation like that where right. Chano was chewing Barraza out. And I just think that Chano and Barraza have now had enough time together that those moments will not happen. Right. And it was that exact thing where Chano was expecting the keeper to come out and collect the ball. Um, and he did that for Freese, and that's what it was with Barraza in that preseason game. Um, and I think they've now established a rapport that those moments will not happen. Right. Because I think on that, I think on the one with Barraza, it was even worse. I believe it led to a goal. Yeah, I yeah. think it did. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, all of these things kind of lead to the greater conversation, which was Nick's decisions in this game and before this game, mm-hmm. um, which, again, I think it's it's two weeks in a row where we kind of... I think it's been more than two weeks. Chalk it up and we're like, dude, it's getting hard to defend some of the decisions that you're, that you're making. Um, obviously, we have hindsight working in our favor. With Gabby. Um, with, yeah, with a few things. You know, um, in the moment of the Gabby substitution, I I knew something was wrong because he was clearly upset going into the locker room. But I didn't know if that was like frustration with the game, how it was going, or you know, if it was an injury or whatever it was. But it did come out that he was injured. Um, so I guess that one saves you, cushion because saves cushion because that's the scratch. Otherwise, that, that's undefensible. Oh like, yeah, there yeah, is you couldn't you couldn't undefend defend that. nothing. Nothing else saves that aside from Gabby being injured. Um, Cushing did say in the post game that he had some abductor pain, uh, which I believe is your inner thigh, and I think I only know that because of those machines. Yeah, at, uh, those things kill you. But <laughs> at Planet abductors Fitness. going in and abductors going out, I think. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One's I think in, one's out. one of his. There's something with his thigh, which you yeah, know either his, is groin or yeah. Yeah, which is not ideal when you're not Gabby. Ideal. And you are, you know, who is the most important player on NYCFC um, at the moment, and probably for the past couple weeks, past couple games. Um, I don't know if we could talk about it too. Like he didn't get selected to the All Star game. I was wondering how you feel about that. 
I don't think anyone really deserves it on our team. We're we're not in the position um, where we're winning a lot, and there's like a, a key reason for it. Mm-hmm. There's you know, um, yes, he's been our best guy, but like when you're the leader of, you know, Southampton or something, yeah. like, you know, nobody's really praising your name. Right? Um, is he better than a lot of the players that are selected? Yeah, but he's he's. He's not performed at a clip that deserves to be in there. So, mm-hmm. um, overall, I think it's fair. I don't think we deserve a single player on that field. Maybe Braza. I think Braza is uh, no, pretty I, under. I think, so. I think Braza is pretty underestimated in that in that regard. But other than that, I don't think we deserve anybody. What about like a Sands? It's too boring of a position. Yeah. I think if if we had more clean sheets, then probably maybe like a Chano would be in there. Yeah, but probably Braza. That's probably yeah, what holds Braza yeah, back too. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. I'm I'm more just mad at um, maybe he, some uh, of the decisions that have been made. <laughs> I was gonna say it's too late. Uh, it's probably too late for Hack. But if he had done the entire season what he's done in the last four games, we're we're talking like upper echelon center back in the league. Honestly, like we are. Um, and and that's not only in terms of the defending showcase that he's putting on but uh i think what we're always so drawn to with hack is his ball playing ability um and it's been it's been crazy where you know we've been i think we've got a little thread going on twitter of like every every good ball that he plays so check that out (laughs) if you haven't seen it but like you know he he hits some pings or he plays some ben sweat-esque balls where you know you you cannot be mad and you cannot be knocking his ability at this this point at this point like if you're continuing the agenda you know that that hack is just another guy. I don't know. You're you're just you're holding on to something just because you, of pride or something. There's just no other reason. You have to also as it, an academy homegrown kid, like yeah. such a great story. And it's some some so good to get behind and so good to support him. Mm-hmm. Um, that it just see it feels weird to not. And um, yeah, at this point, like to say that that he's not a starter or that he's not an everyday player. Like, if you continue to play him this way, he is going to not only, like, be that guy, mm-hmm. but he's going to ex- exceed that. He's going to become a guy that's not going to be on the team very long if, if he's starting every single week. Yeah. Um, he, he won't be here very long, so enjoy it while it's here because um, he'll be in the same boat as, like, Sands and all those guys when, when they depart. Yeah, and I, I think another player to bring up that had uh, – pretty outstanding performance at least in the scope of all 11 players would be Keaton obviously he got the goal which goes a long way with making sure people think you had a good game but even aside from that uh I mean I I do want to call out that early on I and it's been for a couple a couple weeks I know we've talked about it too that Keaton has seemed a little sluggish on the pitch uh not only sluggish but a bit more frustrated than we've ever seen him um, and I saw the same thing early, not so much the frustration, but kind of like when we see a Matty come on and it's been 10 minutes yeah. and it's like, how are your legs already gone? Yeah. <laughs> uh, with Keaton, it, it's felt like that for like a few weeks where he, he's just moving sluggish, maybe not, uh, as motivated just because of frustration, whether it's with ref decisions or right. ref indecisions where somebody is, uh, taking him out and not getting a call or something like that, or giving him a wrongful call, which he decided to be very vocal about on Twitter. Um, it just, I saw that for the first 30 minutes, but then he, I think he kind of kicked it into another gear. 
and he started doing like the ball that he played to Gabby. Uh, I think that was against Atlanta for the or, the early goal, and then obviously the header here too. Um, he ended up putting together a pretty impressive performance, and that's kind of the typical Keaton that we like to see, and that I think we often do see. But something something about our losing streak or our our winless streak, I guess, is I don't know, maybe maybe affected his mental, but he seems to be back at least for that game. Yeah, I mean, it just shows in these past two games how important Keaton can be and how good of a player he really is and how he can really control our team. Um, it gives you hope almost for a world where NYCFC doesn't sign a striker mm-hmm. because you know that you have players on the field that can get it done. And if we really, really, you know, for whatever reason, don't get the business done and we have to fire Lee because of the protest that will happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, that the team can at least score goals playing off of set pieces mm-hmm. because that's something that's really never been a piece of our game but if we can if we can get that together and that's really something that we focus on and attack um to be really really good on set pieces and take advantage of every single opportunity that's given to us we could be very dangerous even without a striker yeah well i think we're just about at the point too where our next episode barring anything you know crazy going on in montreal that we need to hop on and talk about um will probably come after the home game at charlotte which is july 5th so maybe uh by then you know this is a date that we've been building up and the whole league obviously the transfer window opens um we may have you know hopefully some type of lead business to talk about at that point i know a lot of other teams have been getting in their business early it's not something we typically do, and, and rumors are far and few in between for us. But, you know, we're we're getting there. We're almost at that point. I hope so. And there's been a few guys. We have we have uh, Ugbo. We have well, Nico from Montevideo. Uh, there's been guys floated, but then there's also a lot of, I don't know, misinf- not misinformation, but kind of like, uh, how do you say, like, clout chasey type stuff where it's like, saying something but you're not really saying anything and mm-hmm. kind of putting a whole lot of nothing into a tweet to somewhat drive up your your interactions yeah um so i hope i hope we get less of that and more just concrete information um and i also don't really want it to be spoiled yeah like i would like i would like to find out from nycfc twitter that we signed a striker like i, I really don't like the leaking stuff right personally like yeah. as much as much as like Last week we sat here and we we're like, just a little bit of info would would take us to a new level and give us something to be happy about. I mean that from the club. Like, mm-hmm. like the leak stuff really to me is kind of like, it's kind of whacked. Well, and the, the thing too with that is once it's official from the club, like not only does it give us like a boost as a, as a fan base, but it also gives the locker room a boost. And, yeah. you know, we, we may get morale boosts from leaks and rumors, but that's obviously not something that's making it to players. Um, but w- when that announcement is made that, you know, the reinforcements are finally coming and, you know, maybe if, if it's like the Nico guy from Montevideo, I'm not sure if Santi has any type of relation with this kid. Like these are the things that re reestablish like a fire in these players especially if if you're like a Gabe Segal or a Tales or if they right. sign somebody in your position like okay now your position's on the line right um so you better start performing because this new guy's coming in and all he wants to do is perform um and that's kind of like what we saw with Richie and uh for a little while Richie's arrival definitely helped motivate Santi to play better right. 
Um, and obviously Richie was always very motivated to play well. So we need we need something. We need a tide turner. It's yeah, one way or another. For sure. But I, I just you know I just think about how hype it was when when we found out that Sands was coming back, mm-hmm. and nobody knew. Yeah. People might have claimed they knew, but they didn't. Yeah. But like just how cool that moment was um, versus like how much cooler maybe Pogba going back to Man United would have been because of the video that they dropped and all that stuff. Yeah. Had people not known for two months already that they're working on it and then that the, you know, the deal's almost signed and this is the contract and all the numbers and, you know, the numbers and what the guy's making before you, you even have it officially announced that the person's playing for your yeah. team. To me, it's just so much more exciting and more hype when you, you look at Twitter and you, you have a notification from New York City Football Club and it's like, we've got something to tell you. You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that is so much more fun. Um, so stop the leaks, man. Well, and I feel like even across the league, it's kind of, it, it really deflates everything. Like we've known about Messi for like, I mean. Yeah, and he hasn't even signed. How, yeah, how long have we known it's been actually official? Like, you know, maybe a month or two, but like rumor, like, I mean, if we're talking rumors, like yeah. I, I think somebody was quote tweeting themselves saying Messi to enter in like 2018. But like, this is something over right. the time has been like so widely uh, pushed um, and then you know ultimately announced and then same thing with like Busquets like it's not as exciting when you find out that that these dudes are done or Pookie like we were talking yeah. about Pookie going to Dude, Minnesota Pookie like a, a month or two ago yeah uh, and you know now it's official but it's like okay well it, it, it felt just official takes the fun out of yeah it, yeah um, to me but Pookie know. yeah Pookie could be an issue like genuinely Pookie he scored it's well I think it's over now I think the record has been stopped. But he scored in at the first game of every season for like ten seasons straight. Yeah. Um, Didn't he get like a Puskas award too for like goal of the year or whatever? Possible. I'm not I, sure. I thought that was like what put him on the like the actual map. But I mean, he's a he's a dog, and it just points to the fact that our team still has not done any business. Well, yeah, and even since we last said it, you know, we've talked about how these teams underneath us or around our punching level are getting better. Uh, and all we were talking about was like Messi at that point for the most part. Yeah. And now we have like, uh, I guess we talked about Arango too, but now like Pookie going to Minnesota, yeah. uh, Busquets is joining up with Messi. Like, so now they're getting even better. Um, and you know, you do get worried because at some point when you have, you know, what, four, seven, 12, 14 games left of the season and you've, you know, punted the last 11, you, you start to get worried. Uh, about being able to get a berth to the playoffs, Maybe. even in, even in what is I'm gonna say a Mickey Mouse league, where the top nine of fourteen, like more than fifty percent of the people in your conference are gonna get in, and you're gonna yeah. miss the playoffs like that in itself is and it's just insane. It's just because we didn't invest, mm-hmm. not because the team isn't good enough, or the coach isn't good enough. We literally didn't invest in the team. Yeah, and we're sitting at, you know, however far we are into this transfer window. NYCFC hasn't signed anybody. Manchester United hasn't signed anybody. I see a whole lot, a whole lot of leaks about who's going where and where who's signing what, and I haven't seen cope. not one piece of anything on wax. That's why I'm over these leakers and these these like fake informants, man. I'm tired of it. Look at us. I, you guys have put me through the ringer. Draw, 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 draw. I don't know. It was five straight draws. That's yeah. not. I mean, all of, I mean, not all not the way. Good. Not all the way. Columbus was home. And but, two of them were nil nils. Yeah, I mean, not ideal. Um, 
But I mean, that's pretty much uh, if if we're talking about the Portland game, that's pretty much it. Uh, did not love it being at ten thirty at night. We obviously went to a Hartford game, which saw the manager get sacked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we went and we saw almost a game that almost a, saw the manager get sacked. Yeah, we almost hit a double double that day. <laughs> um, but yeah, game at ten thirty, super tough. Hopefully, I think that's the only one we have of the season. But you know, full time wrapping up at, after midnight, like midnight thirty, is not is not what we like to see. So Especially Montreal, got, yeah, things to do the next day. <sighs> and and you're you know you're coming back from a Hartford game where. You've had your fair share of glizzies uh, which or was, oh, taco wait. truck or uh, $5 beers, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's 1030 and you're sitting on a couch or you're laying in bed prepping for the NYC. It's tough to stay awake, especially when the game is 1-1 the way that it was. So, um, yeah. Although we with the Harvard game, we did see one of the craziest goals we've seen in person. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then saw Lindley. From Lindley. Indy 11. Yeah. And his, I think his it, brother and his sister were literally two seats away from us losing their yeah. minds. Yeah. And I just kind of looked at him like, bro, that was, <laughs> like, what do you even say? Well, you, and you have to know it's his brother too, because the dude has the customized yeah. Lindley Indy 11 kit. Like, there's, there can't be many of those printed yeah. in the world. Also, he had the OG number, not even the, the one he was currently wearing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. So, you know. Um, so, Montreal on the weekend. Uh, uh, I guess going to be a, a rebattle of the Eastern Conference. About to put a thousand or, on Tino bet. No, no. Don, thousand. <laughs> um, a rematch, not of the finals, but the whatever you want to call them, the semis? The Montreal. We played them before Philly. So I guess it would be the semis or the quarters. Oh, yeah. I forgot. They used to That's be when Chano went out and Hack came in. And yeah. Chano was I forgot. They, doing they his best be pep impression. And they had that. Um, they had that winger. Yes, the but Canadian now he dude. is. Uh, he's left since. I don't he know was where a he's dog. Went. Yeah, I, I. do. Oh, but that was. Uh, I do believe they're much worse now than last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, that last year. That mm. was last year, not the one before. I was. I thought you were talking about the title run. I was like, Oh no, no, no. no we didn't. But we beat them, them before. Before losing to yeah, uh, Philly. Yeah. In a game where we also didn't have many reinforcements. I remember that was, we watched that here. Yeah. So we had lived here already, so. Yeah. Interesting. Very weird. So, you know, uh, another away game. I, Montreal is is not uh, anything to write home about, I guess, but neither are we, so who, I guess, who am I to talk? I mean, they're in a playoff <laughs> spot. We are. Yeah, but half the, more than half the conference is in a playoff <laughs> spot. Um. And then it's Charlotte, Columbus, Philly, and then we got the League's Cup. So if we don't, uh, you know, I think we have to probably get at least seven points. So we got to find a, an away win, whether that's against Montreal, Columbus, or Philly. Um, so it's going to have to come against Montreal or well, Columbus. We simply have to win a game. And like, then we, we have to win against Charlotte at home uh, at City Field because, you know, like we said, there are, there are you know, maybe ten games before – this or 10 games after the least cup before the season ends where it's not a lot of games to get points in although it's very very it's a, lot home. a lot of home three out of ten of those are at home or seven out be of ten saving grace because i genuinely i don't see us scoring more than one goal in this montreal game and i really don't know if we come away with three points the issue is that the last two home games of the season are also going to be red bull arena which is just i mean you can't have it you can't have it when we're most likely going to be playing games that uh, are deciding whether or not we're in the playoffs. 
Um, Dude, I'll go down there and build that stadium myself. <laughs> I will. No. Catch me working 20-hour days. We don't want that. <laughs> we don't want that. It will collapse. I mean, we, we've got shelves downstairs that say uh, I can at least be part of a, a program that stays up. Yeah, I, well, I th- yeah, you could probably follow direction. I guess, yeah, you could build it, but I, I'm not sure designing. I'm not sure. No, I wouldn't be the engineer. No, somebody would have to get, like, I could build. Like, they could put a hammer in your hand. Dude. And those nails will go in. Put put an office chair in front of me, and that thing's done in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. But I need the instructions. Shout out Staples shout for the out, experience. <laughs> um, so Montreal on the weekend, some games, and then League's Cup. Do you have any uh expectations for the league's cup i know we have to play this atlas killed my expectations we have to play toronto and we have to play that's it them two before we get to knockout games all at red bull of, arena so by the way. if you're looking at the schedule which is montreal charlotte columbus philly i would say we'd be lucky to get six points out of that do you think we make the playoffs i don't know this year i think i think the home run at the end, like the amount of home games we have might literally be our saving grace while actively hoping and praying on others' downfall. We literally, like... In the current form, like, I understand we're, like, a few breaks and kicks and calls and stuff like that away from, from a lot of these draws being wins, but those things haven't happened at all this entire year, so I don't expect them to anymore. Looking at the table, we're actually only seven points out of... Uh playoff contention that's nothing with 14 games left that's, but that's what i'm saying with the home with that home stretch and and we're gonna need we're gonna need people to come in in the window yeah no we do yeah that's what i'm saying currently right now we have no solid leads on anybody coming in really we don't mm-hmm. because otherwise it would have happened already yeah um all of our players keep getting injured or taken away for one reason or another or the referees are blowing calls and getting us suspensions. Yep. Um, the the like, uh, Nick o, Nick and um in the inner in the press conferences is always like, yeah, you know, if this bounces this way or that bounces that way, that call gets to us, then we're winning these games. It's like, yeah, but that hasn't happened all season, so I'm not gonna continue to bet on those things happening. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think we come away with six points from these next four. And then we go into a home stretch where we have to get results every home game. Every home game has to be a result. Every I think any loss in any of those home games is literally maybe the coffin for us. Any loss, yeah. Like we could we could probably you know take a tie somewhere. Um, yeah. But any loss in the home games is is coffin to us, I believe. Damn! Now I really want to go to August twentieth against Minnesota. See Pookie. Go like Minnesota. See Pookie. In the flesh. When are they doing the Marvel kits? Is that like this? Is that tomorrow? I or don't Monday? Know. Or about well, that's Saturday? That's a whole nother fumble. You yeah, it's dog meat. It's just, it, it, uh, I don't know. There's too many things to complain about with the MLS. Let's, you know, try to stick to NYCFC because once you start talking about the league, it's like, okay, there's just have been so many oversights. And, you know, even in the case of this, why, or even whether it's Pride or it's Juneteenth or, Whatever it is, every single club is always going to get the same jersey. Everybody was obviously hoping we would get a Spider-Man collab, but, you know, team after team after or team like is how, dropping their Captain America. Like, why are we going to be the one team that's not the same? Like, how obviously cool we're the same. would it have been for Austin to get, like, a Hulk kit? Sick. Like, so cool. 
You could have done so many things. Is anybody purple in the league? Orlando. Orlando. Joker. Dude. Something. Well, I mean, that's not Marvel, but... Oh, it's not Marvel. See, let me not pretend I know <laughs> anything about Marvel. Like, I, I just saw a superhero, supervillain. That must mean <laughs> Marvel. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, it's an opportunity to make money for them, too. And... Yellow teams could have had flash. even you see like Fox Soccer or ESPN tweet That's out like oh look at uh look at the MLS's Captain America kids like aren't these sick everybody in the comments just flaming MLS poverty league whatever you want to call it um so you know these are the things that that push these Euro snobs and MLS snobs uh, to hate us and then for NFL or NBA fans that always get their color rushes or the NBA yeah. that always get I don't even know how they come they just use a different jersey as every game sometimes. Um, that then are like why so you lose both ways you lose the American audience you you lose the Euro audience um, and there's too many things that happen that cause that often also like that's one of the biggest ways to organically get fans like we were watching YouTubers two three years ago wearing NYCFC kits because it was one it was new and two it was cool like our yep. kits were cool yeah but not being able to fully have a customizable jersey that holds us back Although I would buy that Captain America ball. The ball, yeah. That was sick. Yep. Um but but that'll do it. That'll that'll waffle our last waffle right there. Um Montreal on the weekend, like we said, probably hear from us after Charlotte. Uh oh, the new jersey. The pod jerseys. Yeah. So we got these new pod jerseys. Um, very late uh, host to host birthday gift. Kind of, kind of ask the uh, uh, the Christmas gift sweatsuits. It's our second piece of of podcast merch that exists out there. Yeah, yeah. It's well, oh, it's they're all like one of ones. Though. Yeah, they're so, one of ones. Yeah, we're keeping the the I don't know what you call it, keeping the juice to ourselves, I guess. Um, but. We're not trying to be uh, what, another broke bum trying to sell something. <laughs> yeah. Wait, who said that? <laughs> Conor McGregor. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, that's 106. We will maybe talk to you guys after Montreal. If not, then you'll see us after Charlotte. Uh, usually a fun game. We have history with them traveling to the away game um, and, you know, have some, some fond feelings about their fans. So... I don't know. Could get chippy. We'll see. If we get more than six points out of these next four, I will personally fund and send you somebody, a random winner, a <laughs> podcast jersey customized let's, um, with their name. Let's uh, – uh, I was going to say we should make a bet. I say, we, I, I, I say we get seven points out of the next four. We get seven points before the League's Cup. And I'll tell you how we do it too. <laughs> <laughs> Montreal tie – Charlotte win, Columbus win, Philly loss. And that's our seven in pocket. Okay. That's our but what I'm do we bet six. though? What do we bet though? Montreal uh win, Charlotte win, Columbus loss, Philly loss. Montreal win. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now we go. Now we go. Now we go. <laughs> uh we'll we'll have to figure we'll we'll figure out a bet on the side. So then it'd just be over under six and a half points. I say over, you say under. Um, who knows? Some type of water bet. We'll figure it out. And and I guess report back when the League's Cup begins. Yeah. Maybe it has to be like an on-air uh, channel of the fantasy footballers. It has to be like an on-air uh, 
in on-air punishment like they put on the clown mask or something like that i don't know something like that we'll figure it out okay but that's 106 or i can wear the sterling jersey on the Ooh. podcast and you can wear one of the many united kits i have Ooh, that's a good one that i think that probably has to be it um yeah yeah that'll be it Especially because it'll seems unfair though. It'll squeeze me and make me look like Christmas ham. <laughs> you're you're way more likely though to be correct, but uh, but uh, that's fine. Or you could just force me to wear like a Thomas jersey and I'd be as upset. The vote. <laughs> um, but yeah, one hundred six at Post ninety Pod everywhere, every every social media, every place you can find us. As long as Elon Musk is keeping the lights on, then Twitter <laughs> is the spot for us. Um, you know, we, we just have conversations with like NYCFC fans through the DMs. So you ever you ever have any thoughts or anything, tweet us at us, DM us. Um and yeah, I mean hear our thoughts here, you can hear our thoughts there too. So we'll catch you guys in one oh seven. Peace. Peace.